0: Arizona is Arizona, Arizona Sports. Burns and Gambo talk with the decision maker from the Coyotes front office now. A rough stretch for the Coyotes, to be sure. They're in Toronto tonight taking on the Maple Leafs as their road trip continues the first night of a back-to-back tomorrow They're in Ottawa. And joining us right now, as he does every single week, Bill Armstrong, the general manager of the Coyotes, for his weekly visit here on the Burns and Gambo Show. Bill, good afternoon, man. Thanks for your time.
1: You know we appreciate it. Yeah, you're welcome, boys. Good to hear from you.
0: Well, good news is that Toronto hasn't beaten the Yotes at home in a long time. So maybe they'll lose. <laughs> it's been a while. It's been a while. 20 I think years, ago. right? It's 20-something 20 20 years. years since Toronto's won a game against the Coyotes in Toronto, Bill. Tonight might be the I night. Love
1: it. I love it. Yeah, I know. It's uh, uh, listen. I feel good. Our team played a heck of a game against Montreal. We owe a chance in thirty-four to seventeen, and uh, you know it didn't fall our way. Um, but I love the way our group played and uh, showed signs of coming out of it. And that's at yeah. the end of the day, you know, when you go through the rebuild, you, you want to see your guys play the right way, and and uh, we did. So th- that was giant steps for us. We got to continue to make some steps. Going to be a tough team tonight to play, but it's a great challenge for the group and. Uh, I, I generally love the way our group is behind the scenes and, and keeping positive, working to get better on all the little things, and that's that's what you ask them. And uh, you know, I also believe in the fact that we're going through this for a reason. We're we're not good enough, and uh, we've got to be better on the details and the small things.
0: At one point, I, I looked up and it was you were out shooting them twenty-seven to twelve, but you're down. You you were out shooting them twenty-seven, but you were down to one. You know, so twenty-seven chances, twenty-seven shots, you have got one goal, and they've. Got got two on 12. So that's just the way the breaks have gone for you uh, in some oh, of yeah. these games, oh, yeah. some yeah. of these games. I mean, again, 27 to 12 and down to one, not where you want to be.
1: Yeah, I know. And, and that's, and that's, a, that's a bit of it too. You know, there's, when you go through the stretch that we've gone through, you know, we've had goals called back that we, we felt that were goals. It's like, you're just going through it. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta outplay everybody and, 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 and you gotta, and you gotta become better. It puts a lot of stress on our players um to do better and, and that and that's what you know we're we're here to do is grow as a team and get better and we've got some good young players. We're a young team uh, but we've got to learn to play right in the big moments and uh, and we haven't been able to walk that line yet. And uh, that's something we got to grow to walk. But we're getting there slowly but surely.
0: Bill, we've talked about this a lot with you over the last several weeks, over the last several months. Has, if nothing else, this losing streak provided the kind of clarity that maybe you were looking for when it comes to the direction you wanted to take with the trade deadline coming up in a couple of weeks?
1: Well, it, yes, it certainly makes it easier on, on, on me um, because it, it, it points us in the direction that we need to go um you know there, there's a lesson of patience when you go through this process and i'll tell you a funny story it happened to me the other day that the french reporter was giving it to me in the, in, the, in the bell center about you know our, our performance and, and what we'd gone to enlisted and, and i pointed up to the rafters and i said you see that right there the, the, the banner that hangs down says 1992-93 stanley cup champion he goes yeah i go that was 30 years ago that you guys won a championship and you wow. have every resource known to mankind. We've been 30 years in the desert, you know, and things haven't gone our well, but we got a lot of excuses. You got none because you have all the <laughs> revenue and sources. And for the rest of everybody that knows everybody and tells us where we should be at, they haven't won a championship in Canada in 30 years. So that tells you all you need to know because nobody's patient enough to wait and go through the process like we're going through. So um, I don't think he quite liked my answer, but I thought it was a pretty good one.
0: That was Patty Raw, right? That was Patty in goal for that, that team. <laughs> yeah. Was it? At Patty yeah, was, it was in goal?
1: Yeah. 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 Patty was in goal. That was the last one. Yeah.
0: Dan Foose and Kirk Muller and Bellows, Savard. Bellows, that was a, yeah. that was a Damon, good team. And- yeah, it was way yeah, after yeah, it was way after Kenny Dryden and Guy Lafleur, by the way, way after that. Let, let's Larry Robinson here. Yeah. Larry Robinson was a great defenseman. Let's talk. Let's talk about the trade deadline. You're going to get calls, yeah. Matt Doomba, Zucker, mm-hmm. uh, even Nick Bjugstad. Even though it's a two year deal, I expect you'll get calls yeah. on him. The, the rentals may be easier to trade than a guy with a two year deal. But tell me where you're at right now. The deadline is March 8th. Um, how how many calls are you fielding, and how open are you? Uh, to Making trades and what type of assets are you looking to get
1: back? Well, we're always looking to get draft assets. I think last year, you know, when we moved Yugi, he had no term left, and you know, we were able to get Kesselring in the third rounder back. And so, we're always looking, you know, the expiring uh, deals to, to to obviously to get some assets back. We're not rich enough as an organization to go past that. So, um, you know, I think there's a bit of honesty we've we've had with our players. Um, listen, you know, we're human. We're going to take we're going to field calls. Uh, we don't want to really go down that route with our core, um, but but they know that I have to do my job as GM and field calls. So so that happens, um, you know, but for, for the most part, we're we're going to continue down the path like we haven't in, in the past with the trade deadline and, and try, to, uh, try to get assets that improve the club.
0: One last one from us real quick before we let you go, Bill. Uh, the status of Clayton Keller doesn't sound like he's going to go tonight. Are we looking at tomorrow night or sometime after tomorrow for his return potentially?
1: uh we we have a feeling he's not going to be um, um he's not going to be back till till we get home okay um after the Washington game at this point so he's going to need some rest in the heel up and he did skate but he's still ways off uh, at this point
0: okay bill we appreciate the time truly best of luck tonight against toronto may that streak continue for you guys against them we appreciate you coming on we'll talk to you next week
1: Thanks, guys. Appreciate the wishes.
0: Thanks, Bill. Bill Armstrong joining us here on the Burns and Gambo Show. In the meantime, bounce pass over to Larson. Larson passes ahead. Love is left open for a three, and he buries it. Boy, they pressed him backcourt, but left Caleb Love unguarded at three-point range at the other end. Big mistake. Go ahead. U of A was killing them. ASU came out of the gates in the second half, had a nice little run. They scored like the first couple of baskets. Technical uh a foul on uh, on Tommy Lloyd. They hit the two free throws. It's like an eight nothing run. They made a game of it. Like they kept it within five or six a few times. But then eventually, you know, Arizona's just too talented. Caleb Love drains two three pointers that were wide open. Balo did a good job uh, as well. I got him an easy basket. Arizona was able to pull away at the end and, you know, win comfortably. But I, ASU played better than they did in Tucson and even came out in the second half when they were getting clobbered and made it a close game, at least to give their fans, you know, some interest in the game. Uh, but in the end, that Arizona team is just too talented and uh, ASU is not on the same level as them. Yeah, I don't want to do the moral victory thing for ASU because um, I know it's, it's kind of empty. But when that game was 30-12, to 12, I thought, oh, man, this is going to be a year. We go again. And the fact that they cut it to, what, six a couple of times in the second yeah. half the way they did. I think they even got uh, it to five. They might. I think you might be right. I think at one point they got it to five. They, they, they really played so much better in the second half. After the game, Bobby Hurley said this. There are teams that are freaking
2: brutal, <laughs> right? They just they stink, and they've given up, and they don't compete. And that's not what your team is doing. Now, I know we're all disappointed, we just lost to Arizona, no one more than me, but we might need a dose of reality and just realize that you know, Arizona's really good, we didn't play anywhere near to an A, plus game, which was totally necessary, and there, there's a lot of freaking bad teams in college basketball, and our players have competed through a lot of adversity this year, and they haven't quit, so I'm, I'm happy with my team.
0: He did also say, and and he did this 10 days ago, too, when they lost by 45. Very complimentary to U of A. They're a very loaded team that has the chance to do a lot of damage the rest of the way. In fact, I believe he called this version of U of A the best best version of U of A that he has coached against since he's been at ASU. pretty sure he said that about them last night. They're loaded. They've got three or four different guys that can handle the ball. Uh, with Johnson uh, from San Diego State and Caleb Love from North Carolina, two veteran guys that, you know, have that pedigree. Like, they're, they're really a much better team now than they were last year when Kirk Kirisa was leading them. Quote, I would say in my nine years here, it's most likely the best Arizona team that I faced. Close quote. When we come back on the Bernstein Gambo show, in honor of Leap Day, one website says these NBA players need to take the leap. Number one on the list is somebody you're going to want to hear about next on the Burns and Gambo Show. Hey, it's Jarrett, and tomorrow we will talk Suns, Rockets, and are we feeling like this? Zip, zop, zoop. Or are we feeling like this? Tune in at 6 a.m. to find out on Bickley Murata Mornings. um, Please, I mean, unless you want to, because it's very amusing for uh, those watching at home, if you want to put the Reaper outfit back on, go put the put the mask on while I mention this. Uh, Shirania is reporting that Marcus Morris has agreed to a contract buyout with the San Antonio Spurs. <laughs> <laughs> to which our own Kellen Olson tweeted, oh no, don't don't tweet about it. Don't tweet about it." No, I'm the, not. He, he he makes too much money. Yeah, he doesn't. He makes he, more he, than twelve million. Much, so they, they can't get him anyway. Right. Um. But we're, we're we've been so accustomed now. We're so conditioned to like anytime a name comes out, we go, can the sons get him? Can the sons get him? Can the sons get him? Do they want him? So that's why you brought in the, the Reaper outfit today. I did. Because you've already shot down Muscala yesterday. Yes. Today it was Patty Mills and Otto Porter Jr., right? Yes. We don't need you to put the costume back on for I Marcus think the Morris because they can't get the, him. The most likely scenario is that they convert Sabin Lee... Um, who's a point guard, and they go with Sabin Leigh. No Patty Mills. Listen, I, I, Otto Porter Jr. may not play again. Like, he may not play. A lot of people are talking about Otto Porter. He's played 23 games the last two years. You know, he hasn't, at this point, as of 2 o'clock today, he has not gone to the Jazz and said, okay, I want to be waived or I want to be bought out. You know, they gave him permission to seek a buyout, but he, as of 2 o'clock today, there were no teams that he had come to them and said, okay, I want to be bought out and go to this team. So that was the two today. he may not play. Like, I would not be surprised if Otto Porter does not play again this year. And the reason this is a deal today, in case you're listening, why are they talking about buyout guys today? Why does it matter? Because tomorrow's the deadline. Tomorrow's the deadline to have a player on your roster in order for by him to time? be By what time? Is there a time, do I, know? Know. I, I don't even know the time. time. I don't know what time it is. I, at some, I, We could probably look it up and find out. But at some point, tomorrow's the deadline for a player to be on your roster. I would guess midnight Eastern, but that would just be a guess. And if he's not on your roster by tomorrow, he's not eligible for your postseason. So, Today and tomorrow, it's basically the deadline to add a buyout guy if you want him eligible for your postseason roster. That's why we're kind of talking about it today. Ten players who need to make a leap in the stretch run of 2023 this was good. This was good. Mm -hmm. Because number one on the list. Yeah, guess who? Was Bradley Beal of the Phoenix Suns. Bradley Beal. And they write, brought in as the third wheel of the Suns' big three, Beal has been the least healthy and productive of the trio. Not that his season is a wash, just not very inspiring as of yet. Where a leap is needed, Phoenix has grand plans. That's why the Suns traded for Beal and his enormous contract and placed him with Kevin Durant and Devin Booker. It's championship or bust as long as they're together. But they'll need a healthy and consistent Beal to stay above the top six playoff threshold in the West. If he can score efficiently, save Durant from burning 35-plus minutes a night, too late for that, and relieve Booker of the point guard chores, that'll be a big help. They list 10 guys. I'm going to run through them just in case we want to touch on any of the others. Number two is Darius Garland from Cleveland, Scoot Henderson from Portland, uh, Benedict Matherin, the former U of A guy from Indiana, Chris Middleton from Milwaukee, DeJounte Murray from Atlanta, Chris Paul, as mentioned, is number seven for the Warriors, yep. Michael Porter Jr., with the the Denver Nuggets, Terry Rozier with the Heat, and then Zion with New Orleans. Those are the ten players. But nobody, nobody ranked higher on this list than Bradley Beal saying this is the guy. Now for him, it may be just as much as staying healthy, not oh, like yeah. you know, because when he plays, he plays fine. It's not like you're looking at his game and saying, you know what, this guy can't play. How do they trade for this guy? Can't play. He can play. He like can he can keep, play. He can play a little Score the yeah. basketball. He can play. So it's I don't think anybody looks at he, he's obviously sacrificed some of his games. He's not has have to be a 35 point scorer to give his team a chance to win, but we don't look at Bradley Beal and like, oh my god, what are they seeing this guy? He can't knock down a shot to save his life. Are you see how slow he? Is? No, he's a good player. He just hasn't been healthy. And if the Suns are going to make any move and any run in the playoffs. They need Bradley Beal to work with Kevin Durant and Devin Booker because if he's not, it's chances are they're not going to go very far in the playoffs. Look, I like, and we'll talk about this a little bit later on the show. I, I like the Suns' role players. I like the moves that they've made to strengthen their role players. But do I think it's enough for them to make a deep run in the postseason if Bradley Beal, for some reason, is not available? No, I don't. I, I don't think it's. Enough. I think this whole team was built on the idea of having a Bradley Beal on the roster to take the pressure off of Kevin Durant and Devin Booker because we saw last year during the playoffs teams can minimize Durant and Booker to a certain extent. And you really needed that third guy last year. Beal is supposed to be that third guy. I don't I don't I I 100% agree with you. I don't think this is an issue of Bradley Beal needing to take a leap he just needs to be Play. available. Yes, yep. he just he just needs to be there, and, and that's you know this is a tough line to straddle because it's not it's not his fault, right? Like he, it's nothing it's nothing wrong that he's done. I mean, if anything, the Suns this is something they're going to have to reckon with because they knew what they were getting into when they got Bradley Beal. They knew what they were signing up for. There was a risk. There was an inherent risk in signing or in making the trade for Bradley Beal and unfortunately for the Suns, they've gotten more of the wrong end of that risk. They've gotten more risk and less reward out of Bradley Beal. When he plays, he's good and I still think there's another level he can get to when he's out there to be even better when he's on the floor with these Guys, but until he gets there and stays there, it's really going to be hard to assess what this team is truly capable of because he means that much to it. I was interested in the in the Chris Paul angle because that Podzinski guy has played so good for them ever since Paul got hurt. You know, he was out since January fifth with that fractured hand. Yeah. Um, I was interested to see him on that list to say, okay, what is he going to be able to give that team down the stretch if they're going to make a run to get in it? Do you want us to correct you on how you're saying the name, or would you just let it go? Podzimski. Mitch. Podzimski. 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 It's okay. I don't blame you. I also I, have a silent Z in my name, it's, it's, so it's, I get it. Yeah. Well, I'll just say in case yeah. you ever get Podzimski. Podzimski. Yeah, yeah, just for what it's worth. Um, I no, mean, but, it's, it is, I, you know, I, I know, I know. There's no J in the Italian language. There is it? No, there's like a lot. Of, there's like five letters in the American that in, in, in English that aren't in the Italian. Get out! Really? Yeah. There's no J. There's, there's no letter J. No. So there's what twenty one letters in the Italian alphabet? There's less than what? how many letters are in our alf- alphabet? Oh boy! <laughs>
3: oh my gosh, Gambo. I don't I don't know that. How oh many boy. are there? Twenty six.
0: So there's no J in in Italian, and there's also no X, uh, W, X, and Y, and there's no K.
2: No J, no no K,
0: yeah, no W, no no W, no no X, no no Y. Y. There's no J in, there's no J in in Italy. If there's no J, no K, how do you tell Italians that you're just kidding? (laughs) (laughs) That's the worst joke ever. That's so bad. That's such a bad joke. I couldn't help but laugh at it. Like John, like my name. So bad it's good. That's okay. Like my name John is Giovanni. My name Joseph is Giuseppe with a G, with a G. She's so they figure it's kind of like redundant to have a G and a J because they both kind of do the same thing. Okay.
4: Uh, guess so listen, know. I didn't
0: create the alphabet, so I don't know. But there's like five, five letters that are not in the Italian alphabet. How many letters in the American alphabet? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Um, um, how many people know that? I'm going to go with everybody. No, it's not true. Round number everybody? Like, who cares? <laughs> that's, that's a pretty. I know them all. I can name every me. single letter. Do I have to know how many? Well, I, mean, I mean, I could add it up if you, I wanted to, but I don't know it by heart.
2: What
3: you're
0: doing. Yeah, that's just one of those. That's just one of those. Kind of like how many days are there in April? Uh, there are thirty days you in see, April. See, I don't know that either. I don't know the date I know there's twenty-eight in February. You
3: don't know the cute little jingle.
0: I know there's a jingle, but I don't, like, know it. So, like, how many days are there in in I, August? I August has, that yesterday. August has 31 days. See, I don't know. I don't know, why, but I don't know the jingle. What's the jingle? Give me the jingle. Give me the jingle. Go ahead.
3: 30 days has September, April, June, and November. All the rest have 31 except for February, which has 28.
0: And sometimes 29. Yeah, like today. I watch the Knicks play basketball. <laughs> um, here's the reason why I think Chris is on the list. Okay, I, I hear what you're saying about Pajemski, but Chris is on the list, I think, because he, him anchoring that second unit for Golden Wright, he, like, he's coming off the bench. Klay Thompson's coming off the bench. Chris Paul and Klay Thompson coming off the bench, that's got the potential to like, be a thing. You know that. I, yeah, I think that's why he's on the make a leap kind of team because because his his role there is now that, and if he can make that, if he just can, can, a role player, eighth guy off the bench, if he can, but if he can be that great seventh or eighth guy, come playoff time. That's the kind of thing we're talking so about. So he's here more with the of sons. a, you know, Eric Gordon, Royce O'Neill type. Yes. I get it. Yeah. I mean, I get it. Yeah. That's important. Might be able to help them for 12, 15 minutes. Texas, your thoughts on the FanDuel text line at 620, 620 right now. The athlete triumvirate, the three players that we saw photographed last night, boy, got our heads spinning a little bit, didn't it? We're going to talk about Corbin Carroll, Kyler Murray, and Devin Booker next on the Burns and Gambo Show. It's Luke. How different did the Phoenix Suns look against the Rockets in their second matchup with Houston in a week? We're going to be reacting tomorrow at 10 a.m. It's Wolf and Luke on Arizona Sports. It's a photo that has really made the rounds on social media. By now, if you're, if you're on social media, chances are you're an Arizona sports fan. You've probably seen it. Um, it's a picture, left to right, of Kyler Murray, Corbin Carroll, and Devin Booker. And Gambo, you said it very well earlier in the show. It's the kind of picture that if you're an Arizona sports fan, a true Arizona sports fan. That thing blown up and signed. Amen. Get blown That's a up, classic photo, signed yeah. audit, I mean, it's, everyone's got a great smile. They all look at. If you're a true Arizona sports fan, you're looking at the three of them going. That's it, right? Like that's on our our social media poll question of the day, we're asking people like one word that comes to mind or a phrase that comes to mind. For me, it's hopes and dreams. As an yeah. Arizona sports fan, my hopes and dreams are tied up in okay. Ready? Not Let's just those three guys, but in large part, those three guys. Let's play a game. Okay, first to win a championship out of those three will be the one on the right, Devin Booker, guy who will win the most championships. Will be the guy. Ooh. Well, first of all, you're gonna answer this too? You're gonna to answer your own question for no. the first one? No? no. Just, <laughs> yeah. I'm just asking you I'm the okay. I'm the <laughs> moderator. I am I'm, I'm the captain now, says Gambo. Uh that's fine. Uh the guy to win the most. Yeah. How many champion how many forget forget it's it. how be many no, cha- how many championships total are in that picture? Mm. When all is said and done, when all is said and done in 20, 20 years from now. Oh, boy. You know, when you're visiting my, you know, my burial site, <laughs> you know, bringing me flowers <laughs> or whatever it is. Whoa. What? You know? You're
3: or, dead in 20 years? Oh, maybe it was.
0: Man, good vibes <laughs> just went
3: whoosh,
0: <laughs> gone. All those good vibes we were slinging yesterday in the Burns and Gambo show, forget uh, about that. We're done with that. How many total championships do you project with those three guys? Three. Three? Three. This? Three. Arizona's got one, and they're like a total existence. Three, you got three championships I, there. I can't decide. It's it's. I hate to say this. It's none for Kyler. I can't decide whether it's two for Corbin and one for Book, or two for Book and one for Corbin. Isn't it? But easier? I think there's three in there. Wouldn't it be easier to win it as Kyler? Uh, I. You don't have to play seven game series. You're just what. Get a home, win the division, get a home game, go win a couple of games and win the Super Bowl. (laughs) Like, you know, like, think about the amount of games you have to win. Piece of cake. I'm not saying it's a piece of cake, but I mean, if you build the right team, we've seen Larry Fitzgerald in the Super Bowl. We've seen Carson Palmer take a team one win away from the Super Bowl. Look, I just think the right team in football. We've seen we've seen a wild card team. Well actually happened with the Diamondbacks too. So I don't know that I would say that it's not easier for Kyler. I don't know that I would say zero for Kyler. I, I just it might be zero for all of them. To all be honest all with you, it could be potentially. Right. Yeah, um, it was KD's boardroom and MLB boardroom is his company that he runs, like his media company. Uh, KD's boardroom and MLB teamed up for an event recently, and these three guys took a picture. Now later, there's a picture of Kyler and Corbin and KD, and that one's just not quite as iconic for whatever reason. It, it just doesn't resonate the way the first okay. one did. Um, I, I, I I don't. That's a really good question. I I would love to hear. Your take on how many you think they'll win? Can I do one more? Yeah, Paul, please. Okay. Go ahead. I like this. This the, is fun. The Arizona, um, the the monuments with the five guys. Oh, the, the the Mount What's Rushmore. That the Mount, Mount Rush- Rushmore. Four guys. Four guys. Who, Who's on the Mount Rushmore for Arizona sports right now? Are we counting right now? now? Are we counting Tucson sports or just Metro Phoenix? The. Arizona, the oh, state of Arizona. The state of Arizona. The four guys that you would put up on. There's four on the on the Mount Rushmore. I would put Jerry Colangelo. Okay, Jerry Colangelo. I would put Lute Olson. Lute. I would put Randy Johnson. Okay. And I would put Larry Fitzgerald. That's my Mount Rushmore of Arizona sports. Colangelo, Lute, Randy Johnson, Larry Fitzgerald. Yes. Okay. That's my Mount Rushmore. Devin wins a championship. He's booting somebody off. How many of those guys could end up being on there? Could oh, could potentially okay. three. The first guy off that list probably Luke. Probably okay. The second guy off that list might be Jerry. Might be a player. Might be a, a player. May over. So you would still have Randy and Larry. So could you in twenty years? Could it be Randy, Larry? Booker and Corbin Carroll? Yeah, it could. It could. And, and look, this is going to say, yes, like, it could be. That's iconic. That's it, iconic it, careers. It, it is. It is. And and this is meant, this is going to be very disrespectful to Kyler, and I'm not trying to be disrespectful to Kyler. My faith in him as being a part of this isn't as strong as the other two guys. And I don't think I'm alone on that one. Well, it shouldn't be, because I think that we're still kind of the jury's Yeah. Like Corbin Carroll and Devin Booker right now, if I said you're going to make a bet that these guys are going to be in the Hall of Fame in their respective careers, you'd probably have be bet more. You'd probably bet more than a lunch. Yes, you'd probably say I'll go car payment on Carol and Booker. Yeah, and yeah. with Kyler, you probably wouldn't. You'd probably say I'll take a lunch on it. Like you know, he's going to put up really good numbers, and when his career is done it, done and it over, Kyler Murray's going to have terrific numbers that might be Hall of Fame worthy. But I hope. Kyler belongs on this photo, you know. Like I don't, I don't want him to not belong on this photo. I just, I just don't know if that the the planned longevity. I know Devin Booker is going to be here a while, and he's going to be really good. I know Corbin Carroll is going to be here a while. He's going to be really good. I, I, the, Kyler, I don't know. This year's a big year for Kyler. That photo is going to motivate him. You know, I would hope. Like I, I, he's going to be motivated by yeah. being around two guys that have a chance to be iconic In Arizona sports history, and it may motivate him to be. I want to be just as good as they are. All right. I want to be valued just as good as they are. Uh, First one to win a championship out of these three. I'm I'm reversing the flow. The first one to win a championship will be Devin Booker. Okay. How many championships will the three combine for? Two. Two? For the record, if you were asking me the over/under, I would have said it at two point five. Okay, that—that's kind of the range I was thinking. And then, what was the third question you asked me um, about? Who do, about do you think Mount is the best looking out of all three guys? No. <laughs> 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 uh, Who would be on your Mount Rushmore of Arizona sports? Oh, that's a good question. I don't have the. I don't have the. I've got you. Got twenty-eight years here. Uh huh. Um, I don't have the same amount of time as you do, but I would agree with Jerry Colangelo, and I would agree with Randy Johnson. Um, uh, do you put Bark? Do you put Barkley? The old sons on that Barclay's list. Barkley's my fifth. Barkley would be my fifth. He, he's he's the guy that you gotta put Fitz.
3: Do you put Pat Tillman?
0: Oh, that's such a good one. You could put Tillman. That's yeah, such a good one. Could you I, put? I mean, you guys, they under consideration. Yeah, Tillman, I, Kurt Warner. I, I wasn't thinking about Pat, but that's that's a good one. Kurt would be. I I put Lute on there because he delivered a championship. I, well, he more than a championship. He built a program that's an elite program. he, yeah. he, he built an elite program out of nothing. I mean, and he stayed. He could have left and he stayed and he built an elite program. And, and for the years when college basketball mattered way more than it matters now, Lou Olson was a Titan. He was an absolute Titan in this sport. But to Lauren's point, if I'm doing a sub in, sub out, I could very easily be convinced to sub in. Pat and sub out loot, especially, and that's why I asked you about the Tucson thing. Because if you're just telling me Phoenix area sports, it, then I don't have to include. You know, not that I have to include loot, but it, it's a lot easier. Okay, now he's not on my list. But if you're telling me the state of Arizona, it's hard to ignore what loot Olson did. Now what if you did time? an what if you did an infamous Mount Rushmore? <laughs> Alex Avila, Levi Brown, no, no, Madison Bumgarner, Cody Ross—not not just the guys that you had issues with—you no. got to think big. Marcus Robert, Morris, Robert Ory for throwing a towel in Danny Ainge's face mm-hmm. and breaking Steve Nash's—you know everything, right? Um dirty, dirty foul by Robert Ory. I, I still got the play call in my head. Um, you got to think. But you got to think like John Paxson is on the infamous list. Um, but he's not an Arizona guy. I was thinking if you're an Arizona well, guy. Okay, an Arizona, okay. If you're an Arizona well, guy. Who's Robert O'Reilly was in. Arizona He did play for the Suns. Yeah. He did play for the Suns. Yeah. Uh, I I love this picture. I, I'm i fascinated. We didn't even get into the planned topic of this picture, and we probably will a little later. I had fun with it. Oh, no, it was fun. It was fun. But uh, what I want everyone to be thinking about is, is there a market that has it better than we do with these three? You could have lunch with any one of those three guys who you pick picking. Kyler. Me too. Kyler. Me too. You could have lunch with- This is with, fun. I'm glad you did this. This is good. You could have lunch with any one of those three players. You want to drive the rest of the show? I, I'll just, this is great. I just, just go ahead. Give me the wheel. Go for it. No, I don't. <laughs> <gonna> make, <laughs> I, I, would, I would choose Kyler. Kyler to have lunch with. Yeah. Lauren, you could have lunch with any one of those guys.
3: Corbin Carroll.
0: Okay. Mitch. I think
3: I'm going to go with Kyler,
0: too. Okay, there you go. Why don't we make that a question? Let, let's have fun with it. When's, let's let make that a question. If you could have lunch with any one of these okay. three, make it a poll. Make it a no, poll. You know what? You know what? I, and I, let's have fun with it. I'm calling an audible right now. Yeah. I'm calling an audible. Okay. You're Six, allowed? 602-260-9870. 602. Can I do this? Of course you can. All right. Let's do it. Let's Let's take some calls on this one. You're the driver. I am. I'm taking the wheel back. I'm taking the wheel back. I was giving him the wheel for a second. I'm like, no, give me. Uh, 602-260-9870. 602-260-9870. The questions Gambo asked me, we ask you. How many championships are in this picture? Um... Who's the first to win a championship in this picture? Who would you like to have lunch with in this picture? I like to, who would you like to have lunch with? Yeah, I mean, you can answer whichever you, you want. You can have lunch with any one guy. Kyler Murray, Corbin Carroll, Devin Booker. 602-260-9870. Your calls, your feedback next on the Burns and Gambo Show.
2: Burns and Gambo. Open phones. 602-260-9870.
0: 602 602- I don't even know the number. Oh, uh, 602. You, you can't two. go three seconds is the driver of the Welcome show. Welcome back to the show. It's the Burns and Gambo Show. Call a segment here. And what's Who's the number if I want to call in, Gambo? 602-260-9870. Thank God. You there you know. go. 602-260-9870. Thank God. Who would you date? Who would you go to lunch with? <laughs> Who's going to win a championship first? How many championships are they going to win? Who's the best looking no, out don't of the three? You don't have to answer that one. You don't have to answer that one. <laughs> yeah. There's a photo that made the rounds on social media yesterday. And we, we want to thank our buddy Cameron Cox over Channel 12. He's the one who posted it. It was from a boardroom event. KD's boardroom, along with MLB, teamed up for an event recently. And it's a picture, left to right, of Kyler Murray, uh, Corbin Carroll, and Devin Booker. Now, we've got a few people. Hey, where's Clayton Keller? Clayton Keller, I don't know if he was invited to the event or not. Nothing against the Coyotes. We're kind of focusing on these three guys because these three guys are clearly three of the most, if not the three most, recognizable professional athletes we have here in the Valley. And to have them all together in one room, it kind of feels like... Marvel's Avengers, right? Like we're doing a big team up here. So we're t- we're Gambo just quizzed me with a bunch of questions, and you enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed it. I answered them the best I could. Now we're you. Gonna- now you do it. Oh, I'm sorry. You're driving. I'm stepping on you. I said I- Let's go to Larry. No. I always wanted to say. I always wanted to say that. I just always wanted to say, I have no idea who's on the phone because you're looking at the phones. <laughs> when we have a Larry, I'll let you know. Right now, we have Nate in Scottsdale. He's first up here on Burns and Gambo. Nate,
2: welcome to the show,
0: man. Thanks for calling in.
2: Hey guys, first time caller. Great topic today. Uh, lunch with Corbin for sure. I think he's got the uh, highest odds of winning a few championships, not just the level of talent, but the youth on our D backs. But I got to go back to around Rushmore. Jerry and Larry are both locked. Jerry built sports in this town. I've been here 35 years. We've got two amazing franchises thanks to him that were started here. Larry has to be a lock. He took us to the Super Bowl. He's loyal. He could have left a hundred times. He's still in the community, yet he's like a, a sleeping giant. Pat over Lute all day long. He took ASU to the Rose Bowl. Uh, He sacrificed himself, his career, the Cardinals. Pat Tillman's got to be on our Mount Rushmore. And I love Randy. Love him to death. I've met him. I was at the World Series. He helped win it. But Gonzo, like Gonzo is still loyal to our community, still a part of the D-backs and their resurgence. The most historic hit in the history of Arizona sports or play. I think Gonzo's got to be on there too. Even though he's not a Hall of Famer, he didn't go as far. Uh, I'm kind of disappointed you guys left out our man Gonzo. But love the topic. Love the show. Right. Thanks for everything you guys do and have a great afternoon. Gosh, thank you. Looking to see what
0: the Veterans Committee do with Luis Gonzalez. Compare Gonzo's numbers to a lot of other players. Like, they're pretty comparable. Let's see what the Veterans Committee does I'm with Gonzo. Hall of Fame. Yeah, oh, like okay, i wonder man. if it gets consideration with the Veterans. Yeah. Tyler Murray, Corbin Carroll, Devin Booker. Who would you like to have lunch with? How many championships are they going to win combined the three of them? Jim in Phoenix next up here on the Burns and Gambo show with a line open at two six zero nine eight seven zero. Jim, welcome to the show. Get to me!
3: Hey, thanks for having me on, guys. It's nice to be on your show. I really do like the topic as well, the the Rushmore, who you want to have lunch with. If I didn't tell you I want to have lunch with Devin Booker, I think my daughters would kill me. (laughs) And uh, so, you know, we're going with that. Uh, Plus, you know, he's got some recency, and I'm expecting them to do that pretty soon. Not that I wouldn't have lunch with the other guys, but Booker's a guy. As far as the Rushmore topic, I think you guys are pretty spot on with most of those. I don't know that I'd replace any. It's too bad you can't chisel 10 or 15 guys up there. But let's look to the future. If everything works out for Booker and KD and this team, we might think about putting Matt Ishbia up on that rush.
0: How many championships for the three of these guys?
3: I'm going to say I'm going to put it at three. I think each of them might actually get one.
0: Wow. Wow. It would be fantastic if that happened. Yeah, that would be incredible to have the Suns, the D-backs, and the Cardinals all win a championship while these guys are in their prime. Yeah, it would be incredible. Seth in Phoenix next up here on the Burns and Gambo Show. Kyler Murray, Corbin Carroll, Devin Booker. How many championships is that threesome going to win in their respective sports? And who would you like to have lunch with, Seth? Oh,
3: great questions. Love it today. For lunch, it's got to be Devin Booker. I mean, the, the things you could talk about with him, let's talk U.S. Olympic basketball, let's talk time at Kentucky, let's talk all the different teammates, just everything that he's gone through, the finals appearance, right, all of it, just... Really cool conversations with Devin Booker, and cars, shoes, it's all there. <laughs> awesome guy to hang out with and talk with. So. And that, that's yeah, the family,
0: well, the, the, the the family, the Kardashian family. <laughs> you yeah, want yeah, I mean, to ask him about that? We're
3: about the Kardashians, we're uh, talking vacation spots, and we're doing it all.
0: <laughs> well, you could have lunch with Gambo for that if you wanted to. <laughs>
3: we'll bring him along. If, 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 I'll come.
0: I'll, I'll come. come. How
3: nice. I'll come. You,
0: you, you get to have lunch. How yeah. many championships are they going to win, Seth?
3: You know, I would love to say three, but honestly, it's Arizona. I'm saying one. (laughs) We had, you know, Book and Corbin both went to a championship. Heartbreak Hotel is always for Arizona. If we get one out of the three of them, I'm still going to be excited.
0: Boy, for as young as they are, if, if, okay, I I, I hate to get, like, greedy. Okay. But... Between, I mean, their ages are what I had that you mentioned it just a second ago. I mean, 27, 26 and twenty three. Only one. Like with all, would that be disappointing? The whole <sighs> state only has one. I know, but in in well over a hundred years yes, you know of what? like the I'll, teams playing, there's only one. I'll say it. The Suns. How many years have the Suns played? And the sons have played 60? for 50. 60 years? 55 years. I think it's more than that. They came, in, okay. they came in 68, I think. they Same came. Way. I was born in 71. They came in 68. I'm 52, okay. about to be 53. So for like 55, 56 years. Okay, yeah. 20 for the D backs and 25 for the Cardinals and. Uh, like, yeah, like you're talking well over 100 years. We've have, we have one. Wow. Uh, and that's why one with these three guys? I'll say it. That'd be, I'd be disappointed by that. I'd be disappointed if they only, all three of them combined for one. That would be disappointing to me. Uh, Austin in Peoria. Next up here on the Burns and Gamble Show. Austin, who would you like to have lunch with and how many championships are they going to win?
4: Man, that's, I would, honestly, out of the three, I'm going Kyler Murray. You know, I've been a giant fan of Kyler since we drafted him. And I'm like a minority in my family and all my friends' groups. Like, I just don't understand why so many people hate him. And, like, he reminds me a little bit of myself. He's a quiet guy. Um, I feel like we got to see more of who he was this season. Um, you know, he loves video games. I love Call of Duty. I'd love to play Call of Duty with some Kyler. <laughs> <laughs> but when it comes to the rings, man, I really – you know, the Arizona heart in me wants to say each one is going to get one. But that 2.5 over under, that's a good number. I think it's going to be two. And if I had to pick those two, I think it's going to be Kyler. I think he's going to bring us our first Super Bowl to Arizona. And I think Devin Booker is going to bring us our first championship to Phoenix.
0: So. Okay, awesome. We appreciate the phone call. What did you pick, Kyler, for lunch? Do you have a reason? Can you verbalize it? I, I think Booker's more of a shy, quiet guy. And we you know, me and I and, and I love Corbin Cow, but again, more of a shy, quiet guy. I think you'd get more out of Kyler. Really? I think you would have a, a much better back and forth conversation with Kyler than you would with the other two. Nothing I'm just against the other two, but that's why. No, no, and I, I don't mean it like a negative against the other two. I just know we've had Corbin Carroll on our show a few times. Not yeah. that we've had lunch with him. And he's terrific. And he's terrific. We've we've had Booker on the show once or twice in the past. I, I think I would want to have lunch with Kyler because we've never really, you and I have never really had a conversation with him like in that setting. We've never done a one-on-one with him, and I just love to hear what he has to say. I want to sneak in one more, real quick. Uh, Wilson and Sempe, real quick, Wilson, because uh, I didn't want to leave you hanging. Who would you want to have lunch with? How many championships?
3: Uh, four. Four for Corbin, one for and Kyler
0: one. Okay, and who would you rather have lunch with? Booker. Book. All right. Okay. Thanks, Wilson. And who's first. the most handsome out of the don't, three? Don't answer that, Wilson. Don't, don't answer. Don't answer. Why?
4: <laughs> well, I mean, you can
0: if you want. I mean. I, I, who's the most handsome? Who's got the best mustache? Um, Kyler. Kyler. There you go. All right. There you go. Wilson <laughs> thinks Kyler is the most handsome out of the three. That's all I wanted. I wanted one guy to give me an answer. When we come back on the Burns and Gambo Show. That's all I wanted it was one guy. Tell me who's more uh, handsome. Who's handsome. The 4 o'clock reset. We'll get you caught up on everything going on in sports, including uh, some non-news from the Arizona Diamondbacks that I assume Mitch is going to cover in the 4 o'clock reset next. So when I mean non-news, you'll hear what I'm talking about coming up here on the Burns and Gambo Show.